So, good evening. Hi. Welcome. How's it going? Uh, long time no see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, long time no hear. We've, yeah, that's We have visualized typings, but to actually sit down and have a proper long-form conversation like this in the form of a podcast, it's been a while. I know, dude. I've been deep, deep in the pits of hell. How are you? <laughs> I've been great. <laughs> I, I've you? been floating on cloud nine. That's lovely. Uh, no, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you've been uh, toiling away with your uh, newfound sort of focus on your career and admirably yeah, yeah. so uh and uh i've been sort of just meandering doing Ooh. feel like a bit of this bit of that just wandering the wastelands i am now uh obviously uh, up, up until this point hasn't been that major but i'm now on on the verge of starting a little art exhibition as part of a local thing going on so like what? the last couple of weeks i've been prepping for that yeah it's like um it's it's called an art trail. So anybody who has like a studio or a home studio or even like working out of their kitchen or whatever can say, hey, I'm here. And they get listed on a, a trail around the county. And then people who like art can be like, I'm going to go and see what that person does on their dining table. And I've got... That's so cool. What the hell? Yeah. And I've got, so I've got this tiny little shoebox of a studio uh, basically yeah. in my back garden. And um, <clears throat> I, I, uh, tomorrow for... Nine days starting tomorrow. It's it's going to be open to the public for to come and go. Oh, don't like that one. That one's even worse. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's but, how it'll go. so that's not what I've been doing for the last year. But it's that kind of stuff I've been just like chasing little bits of the dream. You know, pulling these together. But no major career change like you. That sounds so much more fun than what I've been uh, doing. Yeah, it costs so much more money though to do things that cost money yeah, and no one's fair. paying you for. That's true. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited to get yeah, into the podcast awesome, as well. I know. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's definitely been something in my life that uh, uh, I've missed, you know, like uh, getting to sit down regularly and just say, what are we talking about today? What are we doing? Oh, I mean, the mm. movie reviews for one. Oh, I got a movie <laughs> thing. I bet, I'm, 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 I'm not say... dying to tell you, but I've held off on it. I was about to say, I, I bet you be do. Uh, yeah, yeah, we both knew we would be. Um, yeah, so I, as you know, am a moron filled with hubris. I mean, that's why you're here. Yeah. Yeah, but I decided, because I have my whole life, I love movies, uh, but that's that's more of a recent thing. Uh, I, I only appreciated them when i got a little bit older when i was a kid i was very much a i talked i've talked about this in the show before that I, I was a fixator i would watch movies over and over again so i i'm i'm to the still to this day i'm always i always shock people with movies that they talk about and i haven't seen like classic movies just a lot of you know a lot of films so i decided that from january 1st until december 31st my goal is to watch 200 movies <laughs> oh i thought uh, you were gonna say 200 new movies i thought you were gonna say uh, a movie a day but 200 no, no 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 Two hundred. you would think <laughs> it it's a lot of movies it is that today's june 30th when we're recording this i which is almost the halfway point of the year right yeah i just hit my like 70th or like 71st wow. movie it's that's, so it's so many movies. That's so cool though. 
it's 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 been very fun and i've I've kept a log of uh i keep this little journal of all the movies i've seen and i write a little review of what i thought and i give it a score out of 10 and then at the end of each month i do like an average and i i talk about like my most watched directors and stuff it's been very fun it's been something to keep me busy but keeping keeping with it especially when it's like you know i was just out of town literally i got back yesterday from a from a like three or four day out of town trip i was gone for a week last month i was gone for another week the month before like a lot of my time is dedicated to working so uh, coming home after a 11 12 13 hour day and being like let's watch two movies like that's not always sustainable yeah i mean that's not as manageable as like an audiobook on your commute either is it uh no god no unless you're flying somewhere for these trips back and forth you know you could do two no two movies per flight or something but no so can you can you uh then give me any decisive like oh may was the best month i saw three amazing movies or like what was the any standout Um, so my biggest month in terms of most movies was january just because i had that Uh, spark under me yeah um I think I did 17 new movies that I'd, I'd never seen before, but since then it's been a steady decline. <laughs> I've been, I've been <laughs> slacking. Uh, and also like, it's tough because every once in a while I want to sit down and watch a movie I know and like, but it's such a waste of time. Like it's wasting a full slot of like, Oh, I have time to sit down and watch a movie. And then it's the grand Budapest hotel again. Like I, I can't, I can't keep doing that. I mean, at least you could watch a different Wes Anderson movie that you haven't seen. I've seen them all many many times or even like the latest ones like yeah. they come out with one I-, I saw that one twice and it came out like two weeks ago i haven't seen it yet so i'd be it's curious so good. What it's, like. it's yeah. so good can't I- <laughs> they're all so good so are there any movies that you watched that you were like oh i've been meaning to get around to that one i'm so glad i did oh yeah absolutely um fight club oh right yeah was one uh i have a that could be a whole episode i won't i won't get into that what what else have i watched for the first time oh you know what's funny uh i might have talked about this before i promise we won't do too many movies to hawk i promise all of them all of the movies Um, the movie i've i've there are many many movies that i should have seen at this point in my life at 23 years old and i still have not uh some of them i've gotten through which is nice uh but the one i was always uh ridiculed for the most was beetlejuice oh having not seen beetlejuice was like like people i could tell them that i hadn't seen like legendary movies and they'd be like yeah. whatever and then i'd say oh i haven't seen beetlejuice like, you haven't seen beetlejuice like that kind of thing <laughs> uh i watched it pretty good not bad <laughs> that's that's you know not yeah. bad but uh it's 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 that kind of film that i want to get through i'm getting through a lot of british uh dark comedy which i, I i'm really enjoying i'm glad i watched the full monty for the first time that's one of my favorites oh the full monty is a great movie <laughs> it's so good I'd forgot that even existed. I remember that it's thing on so funny on uh, British TV for the first time, and it was you know, it was risque at the time when mm-hmm. it was like came out, and it wasn't for kids, quote unquote. I remember yeah. seeing it, being like, "What is this?" <laughs> I watched uh, Train Spotting. That was a little much. Oh yeah, that's a brutal movie. Oh, um, so good though. It is very good. I watched, and then the other one I watched recently uh, was The World's End. I finally finished that pseudo yeah. trilogy. The uh, um, Cornetto trilogy, as they call it. Yes, 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 yes. I've, I've I've now seen them all, and they're all very good. Did you catch the reference to the Cornetto in the World's End? Uh, no. Where so, so in the first two movies, uh, they're just meant to straight out. So, you know, like uh, one is getting something from the shop. Do you want another thing? Cornetto, and then in Hot Fuzz, they're eating them. 
And in the post-apocalyptic right. scene of The World's End, uh, for a second, a Cornetto wrapper flies up against the fence. Oh, and, yes, I did notice and that. And the guy goes, oh, and it flies off. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I thought it was really nice. One more movie thing, and then I promise we're done. Okay. More, just more. What, about, what about my movie things? I, no, I don't, oh, no, I, my, my movie things are done. You go into your movie things. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just acting... Uh, 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 what's the word? I can't think of the right word. I'm, I'm just faking my anguish to, to make you feel bad. I, <laughs> I've definitely watched a bunch of movies recently. I've more been mm-hmm. focusing on TV shows, though, catching up on things that I nice. really should have watched. Um, sure. I think I, I watched the first season of Marvel's Punisher a while ago, and oh, I... Yeah. I I really liked it, so I I, I rewatched it and watched uh, season two as well. And I was talking recently about watching um, um, Daredevil with Della. For the oh first my time. god, watch it! Because oh I haven't god, seen watch it, any of those shows, but I've heard Daredevil. Those were good. I mean, yeah. all of them are are pretty good. I'd say the Punisher is like is is probably the top underneath Daredevil, which mm. is maybe my favorite Marvel content like ever made. Well, it, it, I I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode or two that we watched, so I definitely want to carry on with that because it. I mean, the, you can watch a TV show that's in the same cinematic universe as a as a, a film, like you got the whole the Marvel universe and DC and stuff, and they try yeah. and make the same caliber content in different format, and it never quite gets there, in my opinion. Like Rings of Power was not the same as Lord of the Rings, and no, no, uh, no, certainly not. As you say. Something's just really worked really well. I think The Punisher worked really well as a as an episodic thing rather than a long form mm. movie, and I think Daredevil also worked really well from what I've heard. So, from a cinematic point of view, I'm more than happy to like slot those things in as if they were movies. You know, mm. I wish I could watch shows right now. Don't have time. <laughs> Must watch another I movie. Need, Let's need go. Need to be watching movies. Okay, my my real quick the 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 three movies that have hit ten out of ten for me because I give every movie a rating out of ten. Uh huh have been uh rrr from 2022 right yeah are you familiar with it i have seen clips i have not seen the whole thing it's so it's so good it's so fantastic um as an action movie and as also just like a really great time like a really fun movie uh fantastic uh the new spider-verse movie across the spider-verse that was my second also not seen that see i've been slacking it's really great i i know this is just like blind praise me just saying like mm, it's good yeah, but yeah. it's it's good um and then uh the new s was the other one uh, asteroid city is what right. it's called those are my three ten out of ten. everything else has been a nine or lower and in some cases uh i.e captain ron uh with kurt russell they're three out of tens and that's fine you know it's wow. the spice of life well i know i'm doing it with my weekend three tens and a three Della's shaming me from the chat, by the way, for not knowing who... We should probably talk about that. We should talk about... We have other people in our presence. Who? We have spectacular potential new hosts. Who's that? As you and I talked about in the teaser, there is a potential for you to becoming a a more silent partner in this, and we're going to have to fill the void that your humongous personality is carved out. My giant shoes. Yes, yeah. As we all know, you have size 27s. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait yeah enough the, to f- enough to fit two other people does that does that work in america because you, you oh it does it does because yeah, it's in wait, europe stop. That, like a 47 is like a 12 you go up to 47 no we don't it, i believe uk is like one number out from america so like your 10s are our 11s or something but on the mainland uh, oh. eu kind of 
Stage. When you said 27, I thought you were like, oh, yeah, that's a perfectly normal shoe size for British people. <laughs> I was like, what? No, that's why, because the problem with 27 is either really small in Europe or it's huge in America. Oh. Uh, so the joke was it's huge. But then I went, hold on, does that work? This is the accidental cultural differences snippet trying to make jokes work. We have like child sizes that could go up to like 16 and then it restarts. Same. I think we go to 12 and then it resets. Oh, okay. So you have adult size one is like an adult. It's like a child 13 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, good to know. Uh, Adult 27 shoes to fill. Um, Yeah. And um, Della may be one of them. I think there is enough personality there to fill at least one of your shoes. And the other is (laughs) another uh, fellow Brit uh, who goes by the name Rick that we're keen to introduce at some point. Yeah. Um, That'll be fun. Shall we uh, pause and get them synced up? So that I think we should pause and shout out them, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so let's uh, introduce uh, ourselves again. I guess you all know me, I'm Kinte, and uh, there has been some debate about who uses which names on this podcast because we've had some uh, clashes. But uh, I think it's all settled down now, and um, uh, I'll let you guys... Introduce yourself at least for your, your name, and then we'll just. I'm chat. Holly. <laughs> okay. That base is covered. <laughs> Someone else go now. I'm I, I'm <laughs> waiting for you to go, Rick. Like. Oh, sorry. You were three, so I was waiting for you. Oh to shit. Go. Okay, I'm Della. <laughs> Am I allowed to cuss? Oh. Oh shoot! Yeah, you can change. Oh, fucking shoot. no! I'm, I'm done. There is no chance that the four of us could make anything and not have that be an element. That's a it. very good question, though, actually, because uh, I'm get I'm definitely going to do that. Um, uh, hi, I'm Rick as well. Hi, Rick. Hey. The uh, the mainstream of our listeners will know Della for being a master on the crockery, uh, and will not know Rick for being a virtual nobody on the crockery, <laughs> but. We are all on the crockery, so we're all we're all members of that same clique, and uh, uh, and therefore you know that we're all pretty nerdy, and uh, the conversations are going to go exactly as you imagined. We've all got interests in similar areas, and we're going to spread our love for these things around. Well, that's kind of gross. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I was also holding back on that. Let's talk about that. What? 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 It's not a what? Click. It's not a click. Yes, it's, it is. It's a, it's a clique. It's a it's, clique? Is that really how you say it? It's your French. <laughs> it's true. It's like is it's that... not a niche, it's a niche. Oh, that is true. That one does bug me. It's not a cachet, it's a cache. I, th- I think either is fine. I'd probably use either. Click or clique. The clique sounds a bit more pretentious, though, right? Well, I wouldn't. It's not giving potato, potato to me. Like, <laughs> I just, it's, it's not. I have a very <laughs> important question. Who... Okay. Ever fucking says potato. That's true. Tomato, that tomato, is... tomato, fine. But fucking potato, get the fuck out of here. Like, what is that? <laughs> I bet there's someone. Yeah, I know somebody. A, po- a potato. Did it happen to me two days ago? It was B. Two days ago, he said that to me, and I said, "What is that?" And he said, "A potato." And I said, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is." Surely then, being ironic. A right. potato. No, I don't know. And then I said, "I, I really don't know what you're saying." Somebody else had to inform me that, in fact, he meant <laughs> potato. <laughs> so I said, I know what a oh, papita no. is. We, we have something similar in uh, in the UK. Um, it's the scone or scone, and it uh, divides oh, yeah. the country. I don't know if you guys have that in the US or not. 
we we are scone pretty pretty up and down the board. Yeah. We're aware you guys are scones. No, not all of us. <laughs> yeah, I, in fact, I'm for, for all for being moderately uh sort of posh southern. I I say scone. I scone. Oh, see, I would have totally had you down as a scone. Yeah, most people would. Yeah. See, I'm I'm from uh sort of the middle of uh England. Um but I mostly I I mean I say scone. I I guess I kind of mostly have northern kind of bits mm. to my accent rather than southern. That's what I would have thought, yeah. Um that reminds me I saw an excellent uh, TikTok recently of a New Zealand I think he was a politician and he was being asked by the interviewer if you had one piece of advice to give to people like after your long and illustrious career, what would it be? And he said, spend less time with the kids. <laughs> and the guy's what? like, spend less time with your kids? And he's like, he's like no, dickheads. <laughs> spend less time with dickheads. Dickheads. <laughs> but it came out like with the kids. And it's I like, spend ti- less time with your kids? Why did you say that? Dickheads. But dickheads. Spend less time with dickheads. It. That's a very unpolitician thing to say. Yeah, Spend less time I mean, with dickheads. To be honest, that's New Zealand for you. They're a very unpoliticky, politicky place. That's true. That's fair. But yeah, like uh, that that like tight vowel uh, that you get down that end of the world. Like they talk about, like oh, it's a nice new dick you've got, and they mean deck, <laughs> you know, and that kind of thing. It does yeah. it does cause us some mirth up here. We? <laughs> Run into some complications. Yes. Oh, I was working on that dick all night. <laughs> <laughs> they they, they kind of switch their vowels, right? Like the yes. the, the air is an ear like that. With yes. dick yeah. and dick. And then uh and then like um if, if they would say like Rick would be like rock. Right? Rock. Oh rock. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay there, rock? Or something like that. Okay there, rock. Are you okay there, rock? I don't know. Uh, we're probably straying to Australia as well. We're offending th- three whole nations. Uh, <laughs> I know. Can we also break the record of how many times the word dick is said in a single episode of the podcast? Uh, I think you'll find I said At, deck Inadvertently or otherwise. That's <laughs> <laughs> like one of our D&D campaigns. Uh, if there isn't a penis joke every five seconds, you're not playing it properly. Yeah, that's the point. <clears throat> well, I'd like to, I'd like to know, um, kind of like, you know, when you join a, a new job and they're like stand in oh. front of everybody and introduce yourself and tell me one fun fact about you icebreakers yeah uh, do, do you have some icebreakers for us um i just would like to call out rick right now and just throw oh, that no. say tell me one fun fact about you why can't you <laughs> just, I, mean, we, I just I... want to i want to be a deck and say <laughs> you're being a massive deck right now no i'm just kidding yeah uh so a fun fact about i don't, I don't know um so yeah so I'm, think, sorry go on i was gonna say is there anything fun about you just i think something fun come on on the spot right now uh, I, I play now. guitar tell uh, me your deepest darkest secret and something nobody else knows about you and we'll make it the title of the episode yeah oh my god <laughs> I, I i have some yeah. fun facts about you okay go for it uh Do you want to tell them about how we how we were forced to to be introduced to each other yeah, friend. that was a fun fact. So, so we have a mutual friend who may also pop up as a, a co-host now and again, who is a uh, fellow creative uh, um, friend of mine. We met at college doing graphics and art and stuff. And he, he went off into the world and he got a job doing graphics. 
and met Rick, and um, he was like, ah, oh, my friend Kinto would like this guy. But being kind of socially awkward and quirky, as all my friends said to me, his method was to open up a Facebook group, put Rick in it, put me in it, and say, you guys would sh- we'll get along, and then <laughs> left. And then drop, drop the grenade and then get the hell out of there. So it's just <laughs> the two of us in this empty chat, and we both went, I'm not talking what? to this guy. <laughs> like a bl- like a blind date DM. Yeah, like a blind I, DM friend I've, date. I've always wanted to ask like what your kind of thinking was when that happened because for me like it was nothing to do with you obviously I didn't know you but right. I was I was a little bit affronted of uh, being just dropped into this situation and just purely out of stubbornness I was like I'm not I'm not going to send a message no I'm not going to Almost exactly, yeah, on on right. the head. Like it was like, uh, had he perhaps given us a topic or something, or like even just posted a meme or yeah, yeah, it was nothing to do. It was totally to do with him. And I, <laughs> and I had, I had, you know, fair faith that you probably were a genuinely nice guy that I would have things in common with. But I was just like, this is not how you do things. Mm-hmm. But think no, about the exactly real so. life like equivalent to that is like bringing two people into a room and being like you guys will like each other and then closing the door i mean at least but, you'd but, have a fa- you'd be able to like look at each other and and both realize you were feeling the same emotion yeah i mean obviously when when it's virtual you can just literally leave the room and that's it you know but if yeah if we were face to face i guess we would have been forced to talk but the funny thing is he was totally right we do we we eventually we did start talking and uh, fast friends, I would say. Yeah, I, I think um, it, the the best metaphor would be that if he'd invited us both to his house and we met outside the door, both knocked, as he was getting his coat and leaving. And we're just standing outside. We don't go in together because we don't know each other. So we just go home. <laughs> but like he's like, oh, yeah, the party's in there. It's just you two. We'd be like, no. <laughs> like, why would I do that? You're it's not bit, at home. It's a bit like a bl- so, surprise blind date. Right? Yeah. But I mean, and then, yeah, and then years later, uh, he was like, "Oh, my friends really want to play D and D. We tried it ourselves and didn't really do think. Will you DM for us?" And I was yeah. like, "Did he tell you oh. I, d- I tried to DM?" Didn't yeah, well, he that. said you bought some of the books and yeah. had to read through. And I had no idea went, what I was doing. But yeah, I was more than happy to introduce uh, uh, two new nerdy people to the nerdiest of of, of escapisms, you know. And uh, mm. uh, and yeah, we've been playing pretty much weekly for. And I, I think we'd be remiss to say that that's also where I met Della. That's right. That's true. Yes, yeah. I I brought Della on as the uh, old hand, uh, what do you call it, the uh, the ringer, you know, like to mm. guarantee that I could have some control over the players if I needed to. I could DM Della and be like, no, tell him that's a stupid idea. <laughs> Which he does all the time, by the way. All Rick, the time. I, should just, I just want to let you know that he does that all the time. He's I'm like, sure he does. Tell them I mean, to stop. we're happy. We're happy to have to have you because, like, we just sit there and you know, Kinte will be like, "Okay, so this is what you've got," and then the rest of us are just like, "I don't really know what to do." And then, oh, you're so nice to me after I just took a dig at you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's true, <laughs> um, but but in all reality, I try to take the back seat a lot, and I feel you like do. you guys well, you do have a lot. lot of fun. No, you do. You totally. You do. You do it brilliantly but when we do need you you're just you're in there and you direct us it's funny i'll be i'll be like the the tree wakes up and claws itself towards you what do you do and rick will be like uh don't know guys what do you want to do 
And oh. I'll be like, don't know. Uh, and then, uh, and then, will be like, have I got my sword? How far away is it? What can I do? Can I just shoot a bow at it? I cast seven spells, and I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> you know, and then and then Della has to be like, okay, well, this this and this options, you know, and it all works out in the end. But like, just learning the rules and learning the way that we've gotten to a point now where it's uh, we don't have to rely so heavily on on Della. I think. I, absolutely. Uh, I, I was... When in doubt, roll perception. That's pretty much what I do. And then if that doesn't work, roll insight. That's for everybody listening, that's the secret tip to playing D and D your first time is constantly saying, "I roll perception." I think that's exactly what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Because if you're not if you're not paying attention, you don't know what's going on. And like, and my favorite line from our our most recent uh, episode of D and D was, "I was like, did you really just open that door?" And you straight away were like, "No, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, definitely didn't." <laughs> I mean, it kind of tracks with my character that he would just blow in there, but yeah, I, I mean, if fu- the DM is saying that, then I probably Well, it was be funny because you just stealth through one door yeah. and clocked someone that you shouldn't have, uh, you know, uh, awoken, and you'd managed to get through that, and you went, right, through the next one, and with someone else right <laughs> through the next door, and you're like, ah, fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, you think I've played enough video it. games to, to, to know not to do that, but yeah. yeah you're we've entering all, a new we've area. New somebody. We're not supposed to be clocking. Mm-hmm. So I, I did bring I did bring some icebreakers. A couple icebreakers. I'd love to hear them. Um I feel like we don't I, I feel like I haven't heard you guys talk about music enough on here. Well I happen to be wearing my brand new Queens of the Stone Age t shirt that I ordered. Oh that's dope. Because they released a new album this month, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Can I admit something terrible to you? Please. I, n- I never heard anything from Queens of the Stone Age. You've never right, heard uh, of Queens what? of the Stone Age? Right click disconnect. I've heard one song. No one knows. No. Wait, maybe. Maybe, maybe that's it. I'm looking for the it name. It must be. It's got to be no one knows. Oh, maybe I heard... No, I... Shit. I mean, we should probably say that there's a bit of an age difference between oh, yeah. some of us, it, right? It was, it was No One Knows. Yeah. That's their most popular favorite song. I think that album came out in 2004. So, yeah, me and Kinteo, we're about the same age, right? So that would have been, I, so. I was about, in 2004, how old was I? Nine, about 19? 18, 19? I was, I was 20, yeah. Should I yeah. say how old I was yeah. in 2004? Let's keep quiet. You were born in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I was four in 2004. Okay. And you weren't listening to Queens of the Stone Age. What's I was not, wrong with you? I was not a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan. Well, Queens of the Stone Age have gone through so many changes over the years. It'd be really hard now to say, like, oh, just listen to that song and this album and you love it. Because they started out really, like, experimental kind of, like, sound effects and kind of, kind of psychedelic and uh, they mm. put like voice recordings and weird noises in in their in their songs, and like strange kind of discordant lurching rhythms, which they've kept somewhat. And then they went through like a super rocky phase, and that's where no one knows came from. It's the real driving rhythms, lots of guitar and 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 lots of drumming because Dave Grohl joined the band at that point. And oh, then really? they yeah uh, for that album that yeah, came he out. Drummed on, he drummed oh, on. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, it's also got Nick Oliveri's vocals, who was the bassist at the time, and he's got that screech, uh, which is very different to Josh's much lighter kind of swaggery vocals. And and mm-hmm. you listen to the later albums, they're a lot more they're lighter, they're a lot, they're kind of weirder, they're a lot more thoughtful. And the latest album is definitely that. It's 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 this lighter, weirder, more thoughtful thing. So it hasn't got the impact people were expecting. But the more I listen to it, the more I really like it. So there. Uh, virtually every song, well, no, maybe about half the songs on the new album are puns. So they're called things like Paper Machete and <laughs> uh, Emotion Sickness, um, uh, Carnivore. Um, what's the other one called? Uh, something about uh, obscenery. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. So like, like little tying just the album together by having these names. But yeah, I they're they've been my favorite band probably since my sister introduced them around the early two thousands when I was like sixteen. I'm keeping, 17. I'm keeping that in <laughs> by all means. And um, I mean they were they, everywhere at that point. Like I, I think they I, have. I, yeah, I think they had three albums out at that point, so I had a back catalogue I could listen to. And I mean, I've... they were. I used to watch. Uh, so we used to have a channel. I don't. Know, I don't think it's still going. We used to have a channel called MTV Two, which was mm. all kind of like rock stuff when I was kind of about fifteen, sixteen, and yeah, like them and Foo Fighters, like yeah, everywhere at the time, right? Absolutely. And uh, I've seen them live a few times. And uh, do you see them at Glastonbury? Excellent. I have not been go. to Glastonbury, but I did see the recording of, yeah, yeah. of it, yes. Yeah, we were watching it the other day. Really good. Very good. And uh, what's weird is when you watch them live, uh, now they've, I don't know how many albums they've done, six, seven now, um, they just pick random songs and shove them together. And you'll say so you'll get like this weird one, and then you'll get a heavy one, and then you'll get a light one. and then... It's sort balance. of like... It's a, it's a really interesting melange of sounds. I can't imagine what someone listening to that for the first time in the crowd, such as Holly, perhaps, would sit there going, what? I actually look for that sort of stuff nowadays in my albums. I um, yeah. I mean, sorry to, to take over. Uh, so one of my favorite uh, bands is uh, an American band called Death Cab for Cutie, which uh, you guys mm. uh, may have heard of. And um, and they uh, they have an album called Plans, which came out when I was at university, and it's my favorite album of all time. And it's And it's kind of what you were just describing it's a great mix of kind of softer songs and kind of deeper songs and then kind of more poppy kind of songs a little bit heavier and i i, I love that in an album like a, i love kind of being taken on that kind of the peaks yeah. and troughs for a really well balanced that album has holly's favorite song on it what's your favorite song uh it does uh well it's a tie uh yeah i will follow you into the dark is is, ah. is a tie for my favorite song that's one of my um, open mic night songs. Oh yeah! Oh, it's, yeah. A, it's a great. You got to do that it, right now. I'm not going to do it now. It actually no, perfect transition are. into my icebreaker question is to name three songs: a song you never skip, a song that always gets you pumped, and a song that gets you in your feels. Oh, okay. Shall I start because yeah, you just that. heard my in my mm-hmm. feels song, which is "I Will Fall Into the Dark." Uh. That's a spectacular song. Uh, a, a never skip song. Um, Everyone combing through their Spotify right now. That's literally exactly what I'm doing. Uh, the streaming I'll save, services. I'll, I'll save the deathcore stuff for always gets you pumped. Um, never skip. Uh, my favorite album uh, probably ever is Flower Boy by Tyler, the creator. And uh, his song, uh, 
it's a dual song it's called 911 slash mr lonely is a great song uh that, that that'll i'll put that in my never skipped or never skip and then always gets you pumped there's a song <laughs> might be the most geographically different <laughs> song uh, from from a, a sweet beautiful melody title of the creator song it's a song called kingdom of guts by my favorite band called spite uh that song that song shreds that that song's incredible uh, if you if you like really really brutal heavy California deathcore, uh, check check that shit out. Oh, uh, real quick before everybody else answers, can I? I know I did it already in the ad segment, but can I shout out um, the Stress from New York, who let us use our right. uh, their songs uh, off of their EP Never Die. They let us use the songs uh, Better World for our intro and outro music, and Take No Shit for our ad stinger. Um, spectacular spectacular punk music uh it just came out uh in may uh on spotify the ep has uh, uh i think four tracks and then you can find the rest of them on youtube uh it's it's really awesome everyone should check it out it's great yeah i was i was really pleased to hear that we were getting some outside uh music because we had our uh uh, very kindly basic basic uh, intro kindly made basic intro from a friend of ours uh, but yeah when mm-hmm. you when you recommended it, i was like heck yeah and when they gave permission i was like hecka yarer you know? <laughs> that, that's heck, how the kids you say these hecker days. yarer yeah uh that is that uh, is guys, a new slang i, only, I only have so many episode titles i can't keep <laughs> i can't, can't keep adding on to it <laughs> But yeah, I I would say it's interesting because you you uh, you listed uh, uh, you said you said the, the song by Tyler Creator is the one that gets you in your feels, or was that the Never Skip? That no, that's never the Never Skip. Skip one. It also, I mean, it also fills that purpose. But yeah, that well, whole that whole album is very important to me. I was very specifically thinking about Queens of the Stone Age when Taylor asked this, and my first thought was, "Well, I would Never Skip, No One Knows," and "Go with the Flow," gets me pumped, like absolutely. And those two are like right next to each other on the same on the same album but then i was like what gets you your feels you have to skip a couple of albums before they actually start having some real notable emotional content in it uh because a lot of their songs are sort of these crazy like instrumental or or, or, or impenetrable lyrics pieces um but they've written several that like i could list any of them um fortress is amazing which is a song about Everyone fails. Everyone builds up their walls, but at some point, it's that they're gonna break, and you face it on your own, just like everyone does. Uh, but he wrote the song to his daughter, saying, "If your fortress fails, you're you're always safe in mine," which is such a like heartfelt way to do it. Because he was like, "I can't. I don't know how to say that to people like face to face." So he just wrote a song and put it on an album and <laughs> released it worldwide and went, "There you go. That's what I'm trying to say." And that always hits me in the feels, uh, as well as. Uh, Vampire of Time and Memory uh, That's a is, good one. is is so good, and if you let that one get into your head, if you you know if you if you're if you're in the right mood when you listen to it, it really gets in there and punches your emotional bits around. Sometimes it's not <laughs> not a good thing. You're like, I do not need this right now. Ah, like, oh, my emotional bits. <laughs> no, um, but there are so many songs I listen to. Like, if I shuffled my music, you know, like you, I'd get. I get hip hop and then metal and then and then you know softer poppier stuff and then desert rock and random meme songs or like music for friends have made all sorts of things and they're all I mean most songs I I have are a, a rarely skip but never skips it's always certainly going to be a Queens of the Stone Age 
I just love all those songs. They're great. Nice. Shall I go next? Yeah, of course. Please, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, okay, so uh, get me pumped. Uh, I probably say "All My Life" by Foo Fighters because mm. that starting palm mute is just—it's so simple. It's just a Very starting good. palm mute, and it's if you—I just turn it up whenever it, it comes on, and it really gets me pumped. Um, in the feels, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a band called Mew. Yeah. Um, they're Danish, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Uh, they have a song called "Comforting Sounds," uh, which is quite often they end their concerts with. Uh, this song is one of the most popular ones and mm -hmm. um i remember when i was at university i played it for a friend of mine and he described it as um like he, the the vision he saw in his mind when he listened to the song was like slow-mo the world ending being destroyed and wow. i think it's it's such a perfect wow like it, it's like a really beautiful song and it and it layers like it, oh. it it takes its time and the 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 kind of vocal um the vocals of, of mew in general are, are very kind of um kind of ethereal and um kind of, kind of whimsical and very kind of high high in the high ranges uh he's got a beautiful voice um but it's just it's such a a layered song that just builds and builds and builds and then it just oh, it just hits you uh when like the guitars really come in and yeah ever since he described it as the 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 end of the world in slow-mo like that that is exactly what i imagine with it and it gets me in the feels every single time it's a beautiful song um and the never skip uh, ah pretty much <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. uh pretty much anything by ben folds do you know ben folds right. mm. five uh well, so Ben Folds yeah. Five was his band, and then he went, and then he went solo. Um, and uh, and I do like five, Ben Folds. There weren't five yeah. anymore. There so weren't. They just there had were, to settle with a single fold. There were, there were, no, there were three of them. Uh, but he, oh, they, so Ben Folds Three. Well, he thought Ben Folds Five sounded better than Ben Folds Three, and he's right. To be fair, but he that is was, right. Yeah, that he was is. the joke. But yeah, he, uh, he goes, oh, he's, he's really bad at maths. All that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, he's solo. He's been solo for a long time. Um, but mm. there's, uh, there's a good. There's so many Ben Folds songs uh there's one oh, called geez. levi johnston's blues which i could be completely wrong and someone listening may well be like no you totally got the wrong end of the stick there but i believe it's based on um the guy who uh impregnated um sarah palin's daughter when Ooh. they weren't married and the entire song so it's it's actually co-written by nick hornby the author um they did an album together where he wrote the lyrics and Ben wow. Folds did all the music and played all the instruments and recorded everything, sang everything. Um, and so, yeah, they, they wrote this song called Levi Johnson's Blues and it's it's really funny, um, but kind of terrifyingly sad as well. Basically about these two kids who made a mistake and they're essentially forced, being forced to get married because uh, the, you know, the Sarah Palin is, um, yeah, you know, she's trying to run for, run for uh, president, the, what's she, vice president? At the time, I think, or something like that. She's running. She was. She's senator like or something. I can't remember. I, I yeah, think she, she she was in the running for vice president. She was yeah. a senator from Alaska. I want to say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, but yeah, the 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 whole story is from this guy's uh perspective, and he's he's just this dumb kid, and he doesn't understand. And it's I just never skip it because it oh, it's it's so good, but it's also really funny and kind of sad at the same time. It's just got everything. Mm. Mm, I love that. I love quick, quick, quick. Big variety there. And honestly, I added that new song to my queue on Spotify to check it out. Oh, yeah, good. I want to listen yeah. to that yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. 
Well, what about Queens of Synergy? They're not going to add no. every album they've ever made to your queue to find out what they're like because they're all good. <laughs> every album. They've like, ever let me made. do that for you. Right, I'm going to do that right now. And I can tell you categorically, I looked it up. They've made eight albums today. They're all good. Oh, oh wow, that's a lot. That's way more than I thought. Yeah, ninety-eight. 2000, 2002. They do it pretty consistently, like roughly every two to five years. Nice. Yeah, chugging them out. Uh, they're, they're all great. They're all great. Yeah, Everyone cue, in the world should cue, listen to them. Queuing them up yeah. now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listening time. This is so years. difficult for yeah. me because I like I love music so much. God, it's I have like multiple answers for these questions that I wrote down because I kept changing my mind. Um, but probably my never skip song which I feel like a lot of people probably resonate with is Creep by Radiohead. Like, Oh yeah. It's very good. I, I love that song. Like it never gets old, even though I hear it everywhere, even though everybody loves it and like everybody covers it. Um, you can't everybody go to a, apart from Radiohead. They, yeah. don't, they never play it anymore. <laughs> you can't go to like a karaoke bar without somebody singing it. Like, but it's, it's like, honestly, I, I want to sing it every time, no matter what version it is that I'm listening to. Um, shoot. A song that always can, gets me Can pumped. I just say, yeah. uh, not to be controversial here, but I'm not really a big fan of Creep. Uh, really? Not even that TikTok yeah. I sent you of the chicken singing, the, the, the what's that? <laughs> singing Creep. You, can you please send that to me? Well, yeah. the honking chicken singing the melody. <laughs> Well, was that was that a oh no? Yeah. he doesn't like this song. Here's this video of a chicken singing. Yeah, it's like a, maybe he'll like one this of those version squeezing, better. Squeezing, you squeeze the chicken and it. Yeah. that's oh, like a toy. Yeah, rubber chicken, right? But it was it's excellently like, done. <laughs> I think I watched that TikTok at like two in the morning. And was like, I have to send this to Kinte because it's perfect. Well, I I did appreciate it, but. Uh, I, I will say there is a British comedian who did a version of it when he was hitting his like big toes playing Wembley Stadium, and like it really resonated with him that like he didn't belong in that limelight at that point. And that's a nice version of it where I wear like you can see the emotion on his face, and he's like playing it, and I appreciated that. But I don't think I've ever listened to the song and been Who's like, the comedian? Uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Bill Bailey. Oh, okay. And uh, one of his live great. DVDs, he finishes his show with his version of Creep. He's a uh, he's a very musical comedian as well. I think insanely yes. talented musically. I think I've seen this guy before. He's Multi instrumentalist. He's done lots of British panel shows like QI and things. Yeah, as well, so you may he also seen from, that's probably he where does, I've seen him from. He does an amazing bit where he plays uh, Metallica on uh, like a bunch of horns, right? Mm. <laughs> what, what is it? Is it Enter Sandman? He does on a bunch yeah, of horns. Yeah, it is. It oh, it's so funny. I love comedians that can put music into their comedy or into their shows. Oh, Flight of the Concords. One of my favorite ones is where he does a Cockney medley of classic songs. Uh, and I mean, there's all sorts of songs he sticks in there just with a Cockney accent and he changes things around. But one of my favorite ones is he tries to do Prodigy and he says, oh, I'm a Cockney fire star. I start my Cockney fires. I get my Cockney matches out. And this one doesn't really work. Like he just he falls short <laughs> at trying to do Cockney Firestarter, but but the rest of the stuff he does is he he seamlessly weaves these like, you know, like he says, he sings "Lady in Red." Uh, oh yeah, he's he's singing it like uh you know, <laughs> what he says, "Cousin in Red, beard to beard." Oh it's my just, god! It, like he takes like whatever veneer he wants and he overlays it on whatever song he wants and he manages to produce something that's both musically good and thoroughly amusing. 
Um, at least he's done it every show he's ever made. He, I remember he did a Portis Head uh, national anthem for the UK in one of his live shows. That was not only a beautifully spot on imitation of the band Portis Head, it was also just really funny because it was uh, uh, Zippity Doodah. What a beautiful day. That was the song he covered by Porter's Head. <laughs> I said, there we are. That's like the melancholy, it's not really a nice day, but we're saying it is UK. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I just, you just can't fathom how, how good he is at that kind of stuff. And to circle back to the very start of this podcast, you were talking about the Cornetto trilogy, right? And Bill right. Bailey is in Hot, he's at, he's in Hot Fuzz. Nobody tells me nothing. Yeah. He's the twin... Uh, policeman in Hot Fuzz that he yes. is always on the desk where they on walk the into reception the station. Desk, yeah. Oh yes, okay, yeah, 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 and and so, but yeah, he did a version of Creep, and I really liked it. But I, the Radiohead in general, uh, my sister summed it up once where she said, "Yeah, I didn't really like them at first, but uh, my friend played them in the car every day on the way to school, so I kind of just got used to it after about a year." <laughs> I was like, "What band?" Do you have to put a year in listening to it before I, you're like, yeah, I like this now? I, I'm going to disagree <laughs> with your sister there. And, well, and fair I, enough. Uh, I love Radiohead. I think, but, and I, I also think they are one of the most evolving bands ever. Right. Like, they, oh, they're incredible. But uh, I feel like we're kind of dominating Della's. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, here, I'm, so. I'm glad it like led to more conversation. Yeah, I just, I just want to say that like I'm fully aware that like they're talented and that loads of people like them and it's a good song. It's just never really done it for me, uh, and I find it fascinating that as a never skip, that's almost a guaranteed skip for me, <laughs> just because it doesn't do it. Um, I think no, you should you cue it up. I love that song. Maybe I will. Yeah. Um, as many times as all the songs added up for the eight albums. So. Yeah, she queued up all exactly. eight Queens of the Stone Age albums for you. Can queue up it's one like a, Radiohead song. It's like a hundred creeps in a row. <laughs> yeah, fourteen hours of creep. Like I'm pretty sure my TikTok knows I like that song because I get covers for it all the time on there, and I have to oh. genuinely hit not interested because I'm like, dude, give me other content, player, please. But anyways. So, if that's if that's your never skip. I can't imagine what gets you in your feels. Oh, gosh. I have two songs right here, but the one I want to share, I think, is My Immortal by Evanescence, which I don't think is a surprise here. Mm. Um, I saw them play this live, not last year, maybe the year before. And I thought Amy Lee, she's so incredibly talented. And it, it's, it was such an emotional song. And I felt like it connects to so many different types of grieving so many different people can relate to the experience that she talks about in the song, but God, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, I always say that if I was a wrestler for the WWE, that's the song I would come out to. <laughs> like, that's the, uh, that's the, when you cry, I wipe away all your tears. Yes. Song. Yes. That's, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, I totally know that one. I can think that there are probably some more suitable Evanescence songs. For oh, definitely. Openings, but that's but, the one uh, I want to come out up. to. <laughs> yeah. Especially the male vocals. Everyone knows that's the core of Evanescence. Don't they, that, they were fought, that was forced on them, wasn't it? 100%. The rap, she wanted, the rap she wanted to do it herself like with just her vocals with no like rock element. And they were like, no, we need to be new fair, metal into it. Into to be it. fair. It, that song was enormous over here. At it least. was. I'm assuming it was. It was enormous over here, too. I mean, they yeah. were. So they still tour. They've just recently started touring again, like a couple years ago. And she is so incredible live, like one of the best. Mm. And I've seen a lot of bands live. Like I like to go to shows, and she was probably one of the best performers I've ever seen live. She does have an incredible voice, and that is a beautiful song. 
Um, and my always choice. gets me pumped song. I have two songs here. Uh, and I'm going to share them both because I feel like it. Um, the first one is Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger, which is like super 90s. That is a, my girlfriend loves that song. I love that song. Like that's a song I listen to on the way to the gym. Like I don't know why I love to belt it. It's the theme tune to um, uh, the, oh God, what's it called? The David Mitchell and Robert Webb tv show peep Kinte. show come on yeah it's the peep show theme tune right huh i don't know but i yeah. don't know that i, I have never sure heard this song by name maybe i know it by ear um you'll yeah you i'm pretty sure it's the it was a really popular 90s song is it uh i'm not sick but i'm not well that one right yeah yeah, that's yeah. oh, that's a great song. It's a great yeah, yeah. song, and it gets me pumped every it day. It is a great song. And then it, my other yeah. pumped song is "Byob" by System of a Down. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my god, like, it's so yeah. good. It is. Good. It's a never skip, and it's also it gets me pumped. Like I could be listening to soft music, and then that song comes on on my playlist or something, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get down to this song right now. Um, and suddenly I'm changing what music I'm listening to for the rest of the day. <laughs> like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a, uh, uh, I found out that the album Toxicity is the exact length of the drive from my house to my job. Oh, that's lovely. So I, live, I'm so I, I, live, I live one Toxicity away from work. I love <laughs> the fact that other people do that. I, I measure distance with albums as well. Yeah. Like I, I drive to my sister's. Uh, she's like, yeah, about an hour, uh, an hour or so away. And it is almost exactly the length of um, Plans by Death Cab for Cutie. Album. oh nice that's yeah. funny um but yeah dude i have been on such a system kick recently like forest off of that album toxicity by system mm, Down, is such a good song it's so good that album what is great uh, i have been on a little bit of a maximum hormone kick recently who interesting Let's well i mean just again a bit more How recently have we never spoken about this uh i don't know uh, I've seen them live twice. They're one of my favorite really? bands. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah, so awesome. jealous of you. Dude. They are so uh, ben did too. Ben came with me to see them. Oh. Um, he never told uh, me about that. But um, they haven't released an album recently. They released one four years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, they have done a couple of anime intro yeah, outros recently. Well, they did Death Note uh, like well, years ago, three right? albums ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they, they did Record of Ragnarok. Oh. Which was Panda's not particularly good uh, uh, show, but um, the intro is like it's even as for anyone who out there who doesn't know Max and the Hormone, they're a weird, crazy mix Heavy of like metal, rock, Japanese. punk, ska, yeah. funk, uh, J metal, J pop, uh, more traditional like rap rock. Um, What's that song? I think it's called Alien or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. off of one of their albums where it's like full on a j-pop song and it's like 100%. you can imagine a little anime girl dancing to it and then it kicks yeah. into some brutal metal uh, i mean some of the drops that they have from the the clean fairy tale like yeah stuff to down to the, ooh, you know like proper it's amazing and, and I, I love watching reactions on youtube from people who have never heard them before they're like i've been told to check this out i've no idea what to expect <laughs> i'm like oh yeah but um they did a one for Record of Ragnarok, and it was kind of like uh, really fast, rappy, and even more heavy um, uh, in places. And then, like, because it had to be short, they put a lot of changes into a short space of time, which normally would be stretched over a whole song, like four or five minutes long. 
And I didn't really like it that much. I was like, it's okay. And then I heard they had done one for Chainsaw Man. Cha- Chainsaw Man. Yeah, and listen to that's it. a good it one. Is... What they did. And yeah, it yeah. is the most incomprehensible song I've ever heard. It's got like it's quite short though, right? It's quite really short. short. Yeah, but it's got like I don't know if you ever heard Venetian snares, like yeah, computer yeah. glitch sounds. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Venetian snares is glitch specifically the genre, but like it mm. goes between it's seventeen like two songs, genres right? you've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. them ever play in thirty seconds, yeah. and it boggles the mind. You lose the rhythm, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And it goes. You're like, what the fuck? If you like that sort of stuff, you should you should check out the rest of the Chainsaw Man um, album as well, because I think I, I think I'm right in thinking. <laughs> so Chainsaw Man, the show is awesome as well. You should watch that. Have I talked about my Chainsaw Man thing? No, I haven't. Okay. Have I? Uh, Chainsaw Man is is my favorite manga with a bullet. I, I really? read it. I, I started it in one day and I read it in a night. Like I I, I could tore yeah, through yeah. the first half of that. I loved it to death. It was so cool and brutal and gritty, and the characters were great. I thought it was amazing. And I have this weird thing that I get when I'm like so excited for something. Like like there's movies where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go see that, and then they come out and I eventually go see it. Chainsaw Man. I have this weird block where I'm so excited that the show exists that I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, because I, I, never... I, when I heard that Mappa was making one, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. And I, I, I feel like I've built it up too high in my head and I can't watch it now. See, I can't get I've myself never, to do it. I've never, I've never read the manga. Um, but the anime is incredible. And very similar to your experience with the manga, we did the exact same thing with the anime. We essentially watched the first season like in two days because it was well, just that I good. have neither read nor seen it nor heard of it until I saw the Maximum Hormone video. Nice. And I was like, what is this? Some random anime they've done? I And I was just blown away. And I, well, I'm the, not saying the song was good. I'm just saying it was impactful. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite song on the uh, on the Chainsaw Man uh, album. So, no, I'm so not surprised. They, they use like a different... So they use the first... The, the intro song is the same in the first season, which is an incredible mm. song. And I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's incredible. Uh, but the um, the outro songs are, are different every episode, I, I think. Right. So That's you get cool. a real mix. That. Yeah, uh, Chainsaw yeah, Man Three. It says ending three. I think it's the whole <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's got a, quite a long name. Um, Hawatari Nyoku Senti, I think, is the yeah, song. That is by Maximum Hormone. Um, yep. Forgive my pronunciation. I could do. Uh, I could try yeah. to do a slightly more racist accent if you want. <laughs> please don't. Yeah, no, edit that don't. out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I think I think the intro <laughs> song is called. Kickback by Kenshi Yonezu, and it's ah, oh, it's an earworm. It will get in your head. Listen to it. Nice. I will. I will certainly do so. And watch Fair the enough. anime. It sounds like we've all got homework. Uh, yeah. From one song. <laughs> I love. Little... No, I love. I love this. Bands, this is going to become albums. a music and movies podcast very quickly. I actually I'm did. Okay with that. If you want to. Th- oh, you go, Sorry. Rick. I was just going to say, if you want to throw video games in there as well, that's fine with me. Oh, oh, don't do that. That's geez. too big of a big an avenue. We'll talk about dare, video games next episode. Dare I say the two scariest uh, uh, words in, in, in modern known financial crises of Steam sale? Oh, just the started, one that just right? started? Just started yeah. today. Oh, yeah, yesterday. it did. Yeah. God. <laughs> it's bad. It's not good, you guys. 
Oh, before we wrap up, I had a movie recommendation for your 200 list. Are you taking recommendations? Should we just open this up? Please, I have a huge watch list going. I will absolutely take recommendations. I watched The Void the other day. It's a film from 2017, and it was five stars phenomenal. Not Into the the Void. Yeah, it's called The Void. Yes, Into the Void is different. Okay. And The Void. Directed by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. Yes. Does that sound right? That does okay. sound right. Uh, I, will, I will add it. I should I warn you, it's that. very in the alley of weird movies I would recommend to people, which okay. <laughs> which I feel like if it, I feel like multiple people would warn you against taking a movie recommendation from me. <laughs> Kinte being one of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but it oh, was no. really good. It was really, really good. Okay, for sure. Should should I know anything about it, no. or should it just, just go jump in? Blind? Why not? Are you a trailer watcher? Uh, no. Yeah. I try to go in uh, to movies as blind as possible. Me too. Unless it's a movie that I'm like, if it's a Wes Anderson, I'm gonna watch the trailer just because I can't not. I can't help myself. I need to see as much of the movie as I can as early as I can. Yeah, that's valid. That's valid. I, I am behind on films. I think I today's the last day of June. I have done. 12 or 13 and in order to hit 200 i have to average 17 a month um so i know what you're doing with the rest of your day it's a lot of of movies (laughs) yeah well actually not tonight i'm going to see my sister in a play tonight she plays the witch in the wizard of oz and and uh, i'm going to go see that it'll be fun oh that's lovely yeah Uh, I would like to encourage any listeners out there who have stuck with us long enough to have an unannounced year hiatus and yet <laughs> to still come crawling back to listen to our dulcet tones. Uh, I would like to encourage them to uh, resubmit any uh, uh, podcast aspects or suggestions that they had previously that we didn't cover mm-hmm. uh, in case we can't re-find them in DMs and things. So any cultural differences or, as Della said, movie recommendations, anything you want us to talk about in general, um, I think we should get back on board with uh, some of our little games we played. I thought that was, in Among the Conversation, oh, yeah. was really fun, like Sneaker Word and... Uh, kind of stuff oh we should get back into sneaker word that'll be fun so um i think we uh i may be wrong here and this may be subject to change uh so little asterisk to it but i believe the plan was that the next episode would be rick and i taking the helm primarily um yeah absolutely with with uh, yourself holly in a in a more editorial role but also you'll be here during the recording so you may chime in and be like that's bullshit or like opposite agree <laughs> well l- l- like i said in the little teaser thing we recorded i will still be here i'll still be around you'll still hear from me Absolutely. just a little bit less as i step into more of a producing role uh and i'm so excited to to get back to this and yeah. make it a part of my my uh my routine also i do want to definitely mention uh a great way to uh, to submit ideas for us. We'll we'll put the email in the episode description, but also I will also put the link to the Discord server that we now have. Uh, a few people have already joined already, but yes. that would be a great way to interact with us and submit things. Absolutely. We have whole channels dedicated to idea uh, submissions and and just chatting and you know talking about stuff. So totally I join that. I believe our podcast server is uh, so the, the the Discord server is still too small to uh have a uh, what they call a vanity link 
we need a couple more boosts before we get to that level. So we can't just say discord.gg forward slash whatever. But um, uh, if you reach out to any of us or if you go to the crockery, we will be able to provide a link. Uh, I'm sure we can put it on a web, web website somewhere. We put it in our bios on YouTube. Yeah, I put a permanent a, a permanent link on the teaser bio on YouTube and gotcha. stuff. And, and a few people found it from there and joined. So Excellent. Yeah, so check descriptions. I'm sure Holly's all over it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm stoked. Thanks, you guys, for for, for hopping on. Absolutely. No, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes. It was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the point. Oh, no. Oh, it, it was a shit show. You know why? Why is that? We didn't even do our catchphrase or ask if we'd evolved. Like, we're that's what I was going to I was ramping up into that. I thought well, we'll do it. Do it now. Now. <laughs> and now. remember. I can't remember what it is. Be your best at the only kind of yourself that it can be. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>